insane. You keep me so low that I'm speaking your refrain. Got a story, got a point. If you let them explain, it's the pun of all puns. Get a pun with a pop rain. Rum tap in the vein, and I'm in this brain pain. MHOG secret, leave me stain. You ain't as dope as us, bitch. Stay in your lane. Which well, probably, well, then probably then just we'll talk about this on the show. It, it shows here. <laughs> we haven't really started. Well, okay. And welcome back to the MHOG podcast. I am your host today, Kyle. What's happening? And sitting next to me is good old Papa Bear. Uh, Adam. How's it going? How's it, how's it going? Sorry. Sorry. Um, all right. So, so if we, we are, was, we were talking about space force before the show. So we thought we. You know, that's the worst thing about a podcast is like you'll sit there and, and go like, all right, what do we have to talk about? And the and best times, <laughs> the easiest times when, when everybody says nothing, let's just do this. And, we, you know, and just things kind of spontaneously happen. But when you nope. do have things that you want to talk about, you start talking you about start it. Talking like, about wait, 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 wait. We haven't recorded yet. So, so Space Force. Space Force. I need a galactic suit. And I need to be able to shoot lasers, handheld lasers and cannon lasers. All right. I think we're at the point where we probably have lasers that we could put on a ship. I think. I don't know. I don't know if like there's like a problem with powering them or whatever. There's, I, I can't join unless I have a handheld I laser. Don't think they, I don't think they've invented handheld lasers yet. We still use bullets. Yeah, I know, but we need to upgrade. This like this is the future. This is the point in time. I mean, we got Marty McFly's, the little shoes that fucking that tie themselves. Yeah, but those don't work real well. It, but still, it's happening. Give me a handheld laser, and boom, I'm with I'm with Space Force. Um, I'm all in. But and a galactic suit. Well, who are you gonna shoot though? Uh, well, see, but that's 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 training right now because we're prepared. We don't know who we're gonna fight yet. This is space force. That's just like I people don't know, in Iraq. That's just like going in the military. Yeah, who you, who you about to be shooting? We're not sure if we're gonna man, be shooting. I saw Starship Troopers. When you train them with lasers, like you, your brains would get blown out. Okay, well, that I mean, that's dumb, why the galactic suit that is there. Poor dumb hillbilly lost his mind literally. You got galactic I'm suits. proud of that. I'm proud of that. <laughs> he lost his yeah, mind. I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, I, and look, I, I, I mean, I'm kind of joking, but I'm all about Space Force. And what's, what trips me out is you got all these nerds that are like, Trump's at Space Force. What and you idiot. know what? And but, you know what? And on top of that, you can go ahead and gingerfy Wakanda and take that and do boom, boom, Space Force. That's just like that. And like all the white people will be actually, it. They're actually doing a comic book. Where Black Panther's in space now. Oh, why they doing that? Run out why of Why everybody got to go to space? You just said you want to go to space. No, I mean, why does that mean? Go to space? Well, I, I mean, just, but that's I'm what is saying, he gonna do in space? That's just like when Jason went to space. I think he was why just saying, Jason why not? Why wouldn't we go to space? I here's the thing. I don't know why Jason's in space. I don't know. That was weird. And then Buster Rhymes had to fight him. That's the same one. Is that it? the episode? No, no. Buster Rhymes was no, no. Wait. Jason Maybe. X. Was, no, Jason no, X. No, wait. Wasn't Buster Rhymes in Halloween? It was a Halloween. He was in the one where they went the, trapped in the house. Yeah. I think it was like H2O. Yes, it was a Halloween. Mm-hmm. So Jason in space was Jason X. Yes. Ah. Why was he in space? Again, ran out of ideas. They, what's funny is he went to space and then like he went back in time and went to hell. How... <sighs> They they confuse me with these plots of these stories. I don't get it. I was like, how are you doing this and why? Why did you do this? It makes it so I weird. Don't know. Horror like, films used to be real hokey like that though. Like back in the day, like horror and sci-fi used to be <laughs> he like used the giant. Word hokey. <laughs> why? What's wrong with hokey? Hokey's good. I like it. I just haven't heard um, it in like fucking forever. I'm getting old. That's the kind of slang I use. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of slangs. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> you know I you ever heard uh we'll get back to space one in a second, but I, I listen to this podcast that reviews other podcasts as a joke. Like, it kind of, like, roasts other podcasts. Yeah. And the other day, they did Michael Rappaport. I know I know how you feel about uh. Michael Rappaport. <laughs> and they would show a clips of him. And uh, they were airing clips of him. 
And he was just like, his one of his big insults is like, man, you corny, man, you corny. And I'm uh, like, dude, you grew up, definitely grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And you didn't grow up. Like, no. you, you were born in the 80s, <laughs> or you, you were raised in the 80s, and you stayed in that mindset. Because nobody goes, you, at least not as an insult. Like, I'll say, like, oh, that joke was kind of corny. Yeah. No, but I, nobody's like, man, you corny. I've you know? heard him on, uh, on uh, fucking Rude Jude on Shade 4-5, and it is just like... He gets shitted on. Drew just shits on him. And he's just out there saying these... He says some dumb shit back. And some of it's funny, but some of it's like, I so hate you. I just, I, I honestly just want to choke you one time. Just What's me. funny is he's actually a pretty good actor. He's just Yeah? You enjoy his acting? Did, did you ever see the movie, the show with the retard that he's in? No. You know, you told me about it. But it's, I haven't he's seen pretty it good in it. Like, mostly, Michael Rappaport's usually just playing Michael Rappaport. Exactly, and that's why I hate that. I hate that because every time, every time I see him, I see higher learning, and I don't see nothing else besides that skinhead. And I'm like, I you never, can't do nothing different? See, I, I, you, I saw part of higher learning. Oh, no. Because what's her name? What's her name? titties was in that, weren't Who? they? Uh, Jennifer Connelly, didn't she show her titties in that? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh. Um, I, like, when it comes to that, I'm just mm. like, Remy didn't shot Tyra Banks. And I, I, I didn't appreciate that at all. Who's Remy? Remy. <laughs> that was, that was uh, fucking... Uh, oh, that was Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Okay. And he shot Tyra Banks? He shot her with was... a rifle from the fucking tower as she was running. Forehead out and all, nigga. She just got a forehead and she uh, gone, nigga. You know, fucking no bangs. They didn't have bangs back then. Nigga, Tyra Banks always had a huge forehead, but she was sexy. She was sexy she was with a, with back a, then. With a fucking terribly big forehead, and she was just out there. She was a track star. She was running, <laughs> and she was supposed to be going somewhere. And then fucking Remy shot her ass from the tower, and it was like, oh, oh my bad. Oh, it hurts. Note for the show: it hurts. Tyra Banks' big forehead is the name of the episode. <laughs> um, not nah, well. Nah, I just uh, that just made me think of like because that's what that's what Michael Rappaport. That's his thing. He's like, you corny man, you corny. Yeah, yeah and man, and man. I feel like he thinks like his boys are behind him. Like, yeah, man, he is never, corny. Never, his no. boys weren't even behind him when he did that dumb shit on high yeah. learning. It was like stupid ass. We didn't tell you to do that. Uh, but but so space force. Yeah. So I no. I, I just I love it. <laughs> I I guarantee you, like like half the people that are like pissed at Trump like you, you're a fucking idiot Space Force like also watch Star Trek yeah you know well, like, I couldn't like stand Star, Star Trek F- but what, what Star Trek did you watch though uh, you see that I watched the wrong Star Trek apparently um, uh, Deep Space Nine uh, Deep Space Nine is the right Star Trek. Okay, Are well, you, I, you know what? That's probably the only one I know of Star Trek because the Star Trek. I will I say this. I will say. Star I, I will say it. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It's the one with the black Voyager? captain. The one with the black captain is the Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine with the black captain. Yeah. Uh no. Who is the one with the white captain? All, uh, all the way, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched the black captain. The one. Uh, I will say the first season of Deep Space Nine is slow. And it's not like because they kind of was like fighting with the Paramount to do the show they wanted, but by season two it starts to pick up. But Avery book Avery Brooks is the only he played um uh, Captain or he starts off as Commander Ben Cisco, but he's Captain Ben Cisco. He flies the fucking greatest uh, starship in in Star Trek history. It's called the Defiant. It's a badass little ship mm. and uh. It's like it's all about this intergalactic war that starts and all that. It's fucking. It's yeah. an amazing. Well, so what? What so are about what, what, what are? What are? What are? Is it three? There's, of them? there's. Okay, so there's Star Trek. Just they call uh-huh. it. They call it TOS now. The original series. Uh-huh. That's the one with Jim Kirk. Captain Kirk. Yeah. All right. Um. There's Star Trek: The Next Generation. The Next Generation. That's that's with Professor X, Patrick Stewart. Ah, that's the one. That's the one I've seen. And I, Next Generation is good, I, but it's... I can't. I can't. I it, there's episodes I, that I'm like, uh, you know, but but there's a I, lot of good... I never watched any of them. I just seen it, and I was like, this is boring. Captain Kirk one, that one. I bet there's episodes I could show you that you'd be like, oh, this is really good, you know, but it's it all, it's also very slow, you know. It's, it's mm-hmm. very, mm-hmm. Um, very old school. Then they did Deep Space Nine. Like I said, that's that's the one that's all about the war. And people kind of leave it alone because like, it's not like regular Star Trek. It's very different from everything else. Mm. Then they have Star Trek Voyager, which is the one with, with Captain Janeway, the chick. 
That's oh. the one that all the feminists are like, yay, Captain Janeway. It's the worst one. <laughs> nah, it's no. the worst one. I've never seen that. Um, I actually thought about, uh, I'm not going to talk about it. But <laughs> <laughs> I started saying, but I'm like, I don't want somebody to listen to this and then do it. Like, cause I haven't done it, but I should do it. But I had an episode, I had an idea for, for something to do involving Star Trek Voyager, but mm. then there's Star Trek Enterprise with Scott Bakula. Enterprise. Huh. And so you, you've seen Scott Bakula. He's, he's in a lot of stuff. He's, uh, He's in that that NCIS New Orleans currently. Ah. He was also uh, in um, Quantum Leap. Ah. Hmm. He's he's the lead of Quantum Leap, um, and then most recently they had Star Trek Discovery, which is the one with the Asian captain and the black chick who's supposed to be Spock's sister. Really? Okay. I haven't heard too many good things about that show, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, uh, the. Uh, but Deep Space Nine is really, really good. It's oh. one of it's one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time. It's very, very good. Huh. Anyway, one of my favorite sci-fi shows is Tremors. That's closer to horror than it is. I guess it's now it's sci-fi. really more horror than it is. It sci-fi. came on sci-fi though. Yeah, but a lot of things come on sci-fi. First of all, they spell sci-fi S Y F Y. Hey, this is the new sci-fi. Uh, that I, nobody's watching. Hey, I see some of it, man. What you call this on um, sci-fi? Uh, uh, Happy. Happy comes on sci-fi. Uh, I'm, I, I read, I read really the first good. issue. I, I never really got it. I enjoyed it. I enjoy, I've watched at least the first four, five episodes. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good show. People don't know what he's talking about. Happy is the show where this, dete- uh, like, I guess he's a Imaginary, detective. yeah. He, uh, he was, he's a terrible detective. And he needs to save his daughter, who has been kidnapped by a very disgusting pedophile that's in the streets of New York, I believe. And mm-hmm. she has an imaginary unicorn friend who is being played by Pat Oswalt. And mm-hmm. uh, they go on this kooky adventure trying to get his... Right, like his, the uh, imaginary friend appears to him... His mixed baby back. Oh, she's mixed race? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, look, I don't... I don't have a problem with mixed race kids. I'm, I love I'm, mixed babies, I'm man. They're the prettiest ones ever. I'm technically mixed race. Yeah. However, <laughs> mixed race. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't so like PC. the fact that interracial is like like a, like they're trying to make it a thing. You know, not let me rephrase that because it sounds bad. Uh, I feel like they're like, oh, we have to throw in an interracial baby. Got to got to have this mixed bag, cause mm-hmm. man, that's that's how you stop racism, man. That's where you get these Cheerios. I feel like you from. get more racism out of it these days. When you people, think? I no, think, I think if something turns out to be a thing, like something happens, you just like whatever. But when you see people, like, like oh, we have to make this one, like let's make her a woman. We have to make this one like other race or whatever. I, I feel like when you see every show has to do it, I feel like that's when people like. They don't have to do it, but certain shows do do it, and it's like, oh, okay, see now. But I now. think producers don't think that way. I think I think normal people think that way. I think producers are like, this is we need this demographic and we need this demographic. And some shows like you don't feel it as much, and other ones like the Charmed, like honestly, it's mostly reboots. It's not very it's not strange new, to see. It's not stuff like like Happy. Actually, I wouldn't care. But to me, like, when they're rebooting stuff and they're like, you know, like, like there was the whole thing with, like, oh, let's make Mary Jane black in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. And that was one oh, thing. Oh, like, see, that's different. That's different, though. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is a... This is, yeah, no, it, it was a bad example. It was oh, a bad example. okay. <laughs> I was just like, I just, like, so that's much... That's like it's, actually taking somebody that was one thing and actually making them another now, but like Charmed, uh, you know they're bringing back the show Charmed. Oh really? Kevin oh, yeah, loves that, that show. I don't know. I didn't care. A lot of the fans <coughs> of that show. What are they doing? Are not happy. So, Wait, what, so they announced why? when they were rebooting it. They announced like, uh oh, oh, what they do? Well, originally it was gonna be like, oh, well, we'll this will be like a prequel. It'll be set like it'll be a period a prequel. piece. Yeah, it'll be like different witches from an earlier era mm. and then they were like no nah, we're just gonna reboot the show and, and they remake were like, the show completely they they were like oh it's it wasn't feminist enough uh-huh. and the fans were like Charm was pretty feminist yeah, yeah oh yeah. it's all women being yeah. witches doing cool things with with witch power yeah yeah so the the new show is basically the same show but now they all interracial wait wait like they all mixed babies yes like the mom was white and apparently I guess the daddy was black 
and you can kind of tell and like oh hmm you know just feels weird what okay it's just like I'm saying like I'm saying like they made a big point of like oh it wasn't feminist enough like it wasn't this enough and they're, they're making it like let's make it as progressive I will not be surprised if one of them turns out to be trans Hey man, they they trying to they trying to get all fucking demographics in there now. They trying to appease to every every. And you can do that, but don't reboot things. Just make something new. But no, they that's thinking too much for people. People can't they can't come up with their own shit now. I, I've seen I've been seeing this a lot now. Mm-hmm. Like people can't create their own shit. People can't come up with their own ideas. They're always going off of what everybody else is doing because mm-hmm. there's so much out there. Why not just capitalize off of what this person did and just add your own little flavor to it? And mm-hmm. then that's that's still like that's still not using your own ideas. That's still mm-hmm. that's still chinky. Like I don't I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like and you see more and more of that now. And it's like, well, when is the originality gonna come out? Like when are people gonna come out with their own shit? Like when is years. this gonna stop? A few like, more years. Yeah. I, I think I think people there's there's a pendulum to, to people and culture. And when something swings too much in one direction, people start going, nah, we're kind of done with this shit. And it starts going back. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I but see them. That's my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, see, I see the new Charmed characters, and yeah, they are... Yep. Yeah. Okay. I watched the trailer, and I was just like, eh, I mean... There you go. Uh, let's, I guess let's pause this. Okay. Mixed babies right in the front. Yeah, uh, we had to pause there for a second. Sorry, so getting back into it. Yeah, I mean, look, I complain about shit like that, but I also have a policy of like, look, I just won't go see it. Like at the end of the day, if you something bothers you, just don't see it. Yeah. You basically. Know? But most people just wanna wanna be bothered most yeah. times, so they go see it just so they can complain about it. I knew some people. That watched the, uh, um, purposely watched Triggered by, by, uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's Triggered, his last okay. special that he had on Netflix. Have you seen it yet? No. Yeah, they, they watched it purposely just to analyze it, break it down, and, like, just demean the whole thing. And who, who, who would do that? That's stupid. It's a comedy show. Yeah, but just, like, feminist. I would say that are against the things that he said. What's hilarious about that is like people don't get like you're the joke. The <laughs> yeah, fact yeah. that you did that, you are the joke. Mm-hmm. And it, it it just trips me out. Like people, like how do you not get this? Like it's the fact that you're that fucking sensitive that makes people do jokes about that. Like he doesn't give a shit about feminism. He's not sitting around like hating feminists. He's doing jokes like that because comedy's become this this place that you can't like like it's it's become unfunny. Yeah. Like if you go look at uh, I might have talked about this before. I'm sure I have. If you go look at the top comedy podcasts on uh on like iTunes and all that. Yeah. So many of them have things like a sex positive comedy. You know, like the minute you say sex positive, what you're telling me is this isn't a comedy show. This did is. You, all right. See, now that you're saying that, did you see that fucking? There's a new Netflix. There's a chick uh, that has a Netflix special out, and that she she um she demoralized. She demeans herself. She does something. Um, she like puts herself down for her comedy, you know, like like most people do, like mm-hmm. when they talk about themselves. Self-deprecating. Yes, she depre- she self-deprecates herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not doing that anymore, and so this is gonna be my last show. I'm gonna self-deprecate myself, but then this is gonna be my last comedy show ever because I'm not gonna do comedy anymore because it's, it's so bad that I talk about myself like this, and it's like, but it's comedy, and this is what got you there, and now this is what you're about to do, and, and it's in the New York Times, motherfuckers are like, Is this oh, a yeah. famous person? Uh, I don't know. I don't know half of these people that's going on Netflix doing specials and shit now, and it's like, what the fuck? It is bothering me, all these goddamn spe- and motherfuckers are not funny. Like, you can't just be putting everybody on fucking Netflix. Just, like, it, what the hell are we doing? Like, well, like you're going to ruin the fucking... Tig Notaro has that, that Netflix special where she took her top off. Because, you know, she had, like, breast cancer and she got her breast lopped off. Mm. And she, like, did the show where... And I was just like... 
look, I if you want to watch Netflix special, I'm pretty stuff. sure she did that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Tig like showed showed her no longer tits, like on on stage to like prove a point. And the thing is, like, you can do a funny cancer joke, but me looking at your like disfigured chest, like, d- doesn't teach me anything about. Breast cancer, first of all, no. Other than that's horrible that you lived, that you went through that. Mm-hmm. And, but it definitely don't make me laugh. No, now I feel weird. Yeah. Now, now I feel very you like you coughing me right now, and I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate, and I don't yeah. appreciate what type of whatever type of comedy show I came to. Thank you for teaching mm-hmm. me this lesson, but I prefer to go back to laughing right now. But Tig Taro is definitely one that that I noticed. Like I've never. I've heard her, you know, like little snippets of bits. I've watched her. I've watched her stand up on Netflix. I enjoyed it's, it. Really? I enjoy it. Yeah. It's she, it's subtle, but see, that's, I her Netflix special sent me to that. I think it's like Heather Graham or something. Like I say that, but I don't know the name. But I think it's like that. Uh, and and I I, I listened. I look. I looked at the trailer, and I'm like. What is this? Like, the, you getting out of comedy because you don't want to do this no more, but that's comedy, though. Mm-hmm. Like, most of my shit is me talking about myself. Or well, talking also, about where I go. If, I don't... You, if you feel like you've gone too far humiliating yourself, then just do something else. Right. Or is it just that you're not funny and the only way that you can make people laugh is by making fun of yourself? Huh. That's a good way of looking at it because it's like, well, then you don't have to do that anymore. You can definitely... You can do. I mean, fucking uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker's hilarious, and he does all clean comedy. He doesn't talk about anything self-deprecating. He just mm-hmm. just fucking be talking about fucking weird, crazy shit. His kids and his family. That's still mm-hmm. funny. Why you gotta get out of comedy because oh, you don't want to talk about yourself no more? They don't. Oh, maybe you're right though. Maybe it's just like looking to get in the New York Times and all that, and like because you get brownie points for these things. And people, yeah, apparently people you hire hire you for other things. Then you know, and you're like, oh, this is, I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, but that kind of shit can ruin. And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I'm trying to think of a name, uh, Nicole Byer. Do you know her? No. <clears throat> I heard her on a couple of episodes of How Did This Get Made, and oh, she was okay. hilarious. And she's actually got a Netflix show now called Nailed It, which you might have seen the commercials for. It's, it's supposed to be a cooking show, uh, but instead of it being like top chefs competing, it's people who can't fucking cook at all. Mm. And like the person who can make like the best cake, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I think it's a lot of baking. The person who makes the best cake, like, they'll show you like, this is a professional cake made by an artist. Look how beautiful it is. And there'll be like uh, like a cup of wine like going down, but it's not real cup, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Oh, I did see that shit. Okay. And they try to make it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. looks trash. And she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so fucked up. I saw it in the top like 20 pie comedy podcast Nicole Byer has a show called something like why won't you date me and so I started listening to an episode and she starts off it's like her and another semi-famous comedian and they're they're uh they're talking about men and they're like you and I both agree that men are trash <laughs> I was like what I'm like, and like I listened to like maybe a couple minutes of it, but she's like, so basically that premise is like, we both agree that men are trash, and then it's like, why won't they date me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I I feel like you should have a little more self awareness than this as a comedian. I feel like you should have a little bit of self. I feel like you've probably been around other comedians who probably pointed out you dumb as fuck. <laughs> like. like like it's I'm sorry it's it's not cause you're fat it's because you're dumb cause you say shit like men are trash like maybe men don't want to date women who think they're trash <laughs> you know do women want to date dudes who are like you're all whores you know like is there a lot of that uh, you know but but I'm like dude like so I, I, I listen to this podcast I'm like oh she's a funny comedian I want to hear you know I'd like to hear what she does on her own podcast and it's like the first thing is like men are trash I'm like oh oh Oh, that's not really right. funny. That's that's just kind of. That's how you feel. That's how you feel for yeah. real, for real. Which is fine. Yeah. But like this is listed on a comedy podcast, and it's like there's a lot of comedians and uh, they just don't. It's so hard to. I think for a lot of modern comedians because I, 
I feel like so many comedians grew up seeing people like George Carlin and thinking like, oh, that's what that's how you do it, but don't really get what they were doing. Mm. And I think there's a lot of modern comedians that are like, oh, I need to have a message in my comedy, but don't know how to in- integrate it because it's got to be ninety percent comedy, ten percent message. Yeah, you know, if it's, it's the like other it, way, Chappelle did that really well in Chappelle's new specials. Oh, his new ones. Okay. Yeah. I, I really haven't watched his new stuff. I like his oh, old nice. stuff is so brilliant, but his old stuff really. Um, there it is. Jesus, sorry, Christ folks. is Lord and Savior. <laughs> okay, All right. I don't know where that came from, uh, but but yeah, man, I, I just uh, you like your your job is to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. If you want to make them think, that's fine, but you better do it in a funny way. Yeah, and there's so many comedians these days that get by like at some point you'll see it in their comedy special it's not always Netflix but you'll see it in their comedy special there'll be a point like let's just talk about you know whatever it is it's often racism let's just talk about racism for a second yeah it's like no I don't want to talk about racism uh, for a second oh well if, if you do like why are you stopping the show yeah you know you can't make that funny uh, like, yeah, ooh I've seen oh my god I've I've been trying to I've I've gone through like a few Netflix specials on on Netflix just to be like all right let's see you know who they putting up on 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 Netflix uh and I've I came across have you ever seen Theo Vaughn do stand up or anything like that I watched his special that on Corey was Oh, they, I, did yeah, you see that yeah. Corey's like yeah. in, like very briefly in it yeah there's a split right second where, where they do like the hand you know like yeah. the hand job uh-huh. whatever uh, I was shocked at how unfunny I thought it was. Oh my God! I couldn't. I, me and Therese could not get through it. We had to turn it off. We was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I think he's. I've seen him on like shows. I've I've heard him like he's funny, but his mm. stand up. I'm gonna pull a Michael Rappaport. You corny man, dude. There was fucking brain fart pauses. I was like, <gasps> "What's going on?" It fucked me up. I was like, "Why did he just stop there?" You could cut that. Like, what the fuck? What, I was like, I don't know what I'm watching right now. You, wherever you're going with your fucking mentality or have your structure in these jokes, it is, it is fucking me up. And I was like... I don't think I laughed once. I watched, oh, like, I'd say, 15 minutes. Oh, ahead. it got uncomfortable. Like, we we got, like, almost all the way through it. And it was, we was just like, we can't do this no more. It got and real That's his hometown show. I mean, well, yeah, he's from he did Compton, that down but, you here. Know, but yeah, he did it in He did that here, and just the shit, it's like, all right, man, gay shit is gay shit, but nigga, we got a lot of more gay people that are, 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 are fucking doing... He because, was doing a lot of stuff on gay people? Oh, just, 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 just like, it's not the 80s no more, you can't just be bashing fags and shit. That's, I mean, that's not... I don't know if that's true. But, but you gotta make it funny. funny. You yeah, better yeah, make it funny. I don't know what that's, the fuck. That, that is the rule. Anything, like, whenever people, like, you know, like, uh, you can't do jokes on... you. Anything, I don't care what it is, can, can be a joke. You can do a joke on anything. But the, pri- the cardinal rule of comedy is... It better be funny. It better be fucking funny. And we've talked about this. Oh, like you remember funny. that time that like I was I did the open mic and oh, I did the joke yeah. about like family members getting raped. Yeah. And that went over like that. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> in your head, you was dying. Everybody else is like, is somebody dying in here? Because you could hear people pouring water in the background. <laughs> And uh, and I enjoyed it. I was, I was like, oh wow, okay, that was the line. That was that oh, too man, far. man. Yeah, I think you met the line like probably like a joke and a half ago. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and that just took the cake right there. I was like, oh yeah, this is where he realizes that everybody's <laughs> not with it. But uh, that's 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 comedy. <laughs> and look, if you want. If you want people to laugh, you got this. There's risk and reward. But who who is out there and is like, yeah, you deserve this. Like, yeah, you should be here. You should be on I'm not, this. I'm not following. Like, what who is on? Who is out there saying yes? You you deserve this Netflix special because oh, what we seen I was think, brilliant. Who is? But but here's the thing. Like, is it who's green? Here's, what, here's what I don't understand about modern comedy specials. They seem to shoot it like in one, 
Like if it, like when David Tell did his last special, he did it in like eight different clubs across the yeah. country. So that meant he 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 did the same set in every every you know, mm-hmm. and so he just cut it you know like this the, you know this Chris rock did work same, best does the same thing yeah, like all these specials and hey and if you look I saw Joe Rogan do what's probably his special here yeah uh and every not not every the way not every joke's mm-hmm. ever gonna hit I don't care how good you are not mm-hmm. every joke's gonna hit. Mm-hmm. But pretty much everything, like, and, and the good thing is, like... Different jokes hit in different places. Right. So, if you do that certain joke that didn't hit here, you can cut that other joke that hit here, and then, boom, put those together, and it's still... But you can also, like, if you're doing well enough, the wave of people already laughing carries over. So, yeah. jokes that really aren't that funny are elevated a little bit. Um, but, like, I see, like, it's, okay, Theo Vaughn might actually be a great comedian, that is not a good example of it. So my question is, is it that he really isn't that funny and like he was given this off the merit of he's a rising comedian? Or did Theo Vaughn not think maybe I should do a bunch? Because he only did one one night here, you mm. know? So maybe he just decided like, oh, it has to be in New Orleans and that's what they're going to pay for? Because like to me, like, why not just do your, your, does your comedy special have to be at a giant theater? Can you not just go? Because that's what a tell he, he does. That's what Tig did. Man, bro, it was right there. Fucking the, the the theater that she did it in. It was right there. It was mm-hmm. very intimate. Oh, it was shot here. No, 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 no. I don't know where. I forget where her show was. Uh, where her um, where her special was shot at. Mm-hmm. But the one on, that there. she has on Netflix. No, yeah. no, that I, I just watched it on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought you were saying Netflix. you were front stage. No, no, no. All right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, but that, and you can see everybody's right there. And it's mm-hmm. very intimate. And, like, it's it's an audience of her people that mm-hmm. actually want to be here. This civic shit shit, that's just motherfuckers that's like, oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess it's the same thing. I can't really say it's it's not. It's just random people going to here's, a, here's my a point. place. But here's my point. If, 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 if Theo Vaughn does a series of shows at smaller clubs. Not, now I'm not saying tiny. I'm not saying go do it in like the type of place that we normally do comedy here in New Orleans. I'm saying, but like a, a decent-sized club, but still a club instead of a theater. That means you can do 19 different sets for a relatively cheap amount of money. When you're doing a show at whatever, the Civic Center, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. It costs a lot of money to film at something like that because there's so many acoustical issues and all that, like lighting, all that. You have to set up so much stuff. So why not do your specials in a place where you can just, like, okay, it, the crowd wasn't that into it this time. I didn't pull it off, you know. Maybe my jokes were funny. Maybe they weren't funny. But, like, it, 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 I didn't pull it off, you know. Instead of just having it, like, if it don't work tonight, it just don't work. They do yeah. a lot of Comedy Central tapings at the uh, Civic Center, too. Do they? Yeah, I, that's where I, the first person I've actually seen do, uh, well, now nah, probably like the third person, but Neil Brennan. I've seen Neil Brennan's special. Mm. Neil Brennan's special was taped at the Civic Center. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moshe Kasher. Like, a, a few people, a lot of people get their shit taped at the Civic Center. Like, they come down here for the 30-minute uh, specials, mm-hmm. for Comedy Central's 30-minute specials, and they tape them there. Like, and you get the uh, pick. I don't hear about any of these. Well, there's, there's, it's, a, it's an email that we get out, and you get to pick who you want to go see. And it's like, <laughs> you are blowing up today, Papa Bear. That's, that's Gary. <laughs> I called Gary to see if he wanted to do the show. And, like, I was, that was an hour ago. I was like, what are you doing an hour, an hour ago? And, like, he's hitting me up now, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like, like we, we're recording, man. <laughs> he trying to hit up every fucking... Sorry, Gary, you're going to get us later, but, he's like... He's trying to hit up every resource. He hit up your tablet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tablet back there, right? Yeah. He must have been like, man, oh, he's probably asking me to be on the show. Like, what? Uh, Sorry, Gary, like, that's the way it goes. We'll catch you um, next time, man. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know what the answer is. Like I said, I've, I've, I've heard Theo Vaughn and other things. I think he's funny. But I I'm, I'm I might have made it through 15 minutes that special. It was Ooh. really bad, and, and I do agree with you. I yeah. think a lot of those Netflix shows, I, I'll I'll start watching it. Uh, Crystal Lee is another weird one that I don't get, and you I'm can't get I, through it. Oh, I love his. I, no, I've watched the whole oh. thing, but I don't really get it. And honestly, part of it to me is Crystal Lee has got a weird face where <laughs> the whole time I'm, the whole time I watched the special, like he kept vacillating back and forth. Where I was like. 
he's really good looking. Oh no, he's ugly. No wait, he's good looking. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why is it like every time your face turns, you're either ugly it's or really good looking? Uh, the ladies love him. The ladies love him. Apparently. He does, yeah. But I, it's the hair, I think. It might be the hair. If he cuts that hair, I don't think he'd have anything. Cause it's just he like, looks he's like a Russian like, mobster. Hey, he just, he, he looks like one of those scruffy fucking writers that you would see with, and usually never has a shirt on, but, you know, sometimes, it's just weird. Always walk around barefoot, you know, one of them type of niggas. Well, but, always walk around barefoot. <laughs> tight I'm barefoot shoes. right yeah. now. I was like, oh, wow, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. But yeah, man, his shit's hilarious. That's like uh, uh, fucking Rory Scovel. Have you have you watched Rory? No, Scovel? you talk about him a lot, but I've never seen him. Yeah, he his his special is just like, what is happening right now? He just it's just he pointing out the obvious, but just kooky, just just not sticking to one topic, not talking about politics mm. or anything like that, not fucking. You know, sticking with all oh, what's socially uh, acceptable and what people are fucking saying in the media right now. Mm-hmm. Nah, and it's like yeah, and it doesn't need to be all like. Sometimes people just want to laugh. So dude, dude's up there and he's like, man, I know <laughs> he got a jacket on, and one side of the drawstring is all the way down, and the other one is like right there, right there at the tip, like it's about to get sucked into the hood, and he was like. I know this is probably bothering y'all, but I'm going to leave it like that just because everybody's like, I want you to fix it. And it's so fucking funny just because it's like, why is that? And then as soon as you think about why is this draws, he fucking boom, points it out. And it's fucking hilarious. Just kind of like, you know, on the spot right. type. Of I'm just, I, I don't know. Well, I'm very picky about comedy, like when I'm willing to see it and all that. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I haven't watched any of Dave Chappelle's new stuff. I haven't watched... <sighs> any of uh, Joe Rogan's new stuff and I don't know what it is I think part of me is just like I feel like it's gonna disappoint me like, you, you need to watch it with somebody that's what you should do watch it cause you ain't gonna wanna watch it by yourself cause you're gonna be the, the biggest critic the only somebody oh well but I'm always gonna be you are, I know. that's how I am mm-hmm. but it either makes me laugh or it doesn't <laughs> like, like I will say if I if that is one thing that sucks about me don't like if you listen to this don't ever ask me about your comedy like unless you really want to hear it because like it, if, if I'm not laughing I'm I'm definitely dissecting I'm like well that's why that didn't work like you should have paused a little bit there yeah. you know um, and there's Tough a comedian critic. I won't mention it uh, I won't mention his name but but we're both very familiar with the person but I went to see his show and I've told you about this like. He got real political, but it wasn't. He wasn't. He like he would have a bit in there every little few seconds, mm. but like it was mostly just him speaking his mind. I was like, dude, all you're doing is halting the show. And if people are clapping, they're not laughing. Like, yeah, there is a clap, clap, laugh that people do when they're really laughing, when they're like, ah, ah, you know that. But mostly, like, if people are just listening to your point, they're not, huh? You know, that like yeah. laughter, more often than not is unexpected like like they don't know where the bit's going but if if you're talking about a political point they either agree or agreeing or disagreeing but they're paying attention to the point and not getting the punchline you can't pay that much attention to a joke you have to let it kind of am i making sense yeah it's got to kind of hang out there you can't be drilling into the minutia and maybe that's my problem like if i see something that's not working i'm really drilling into the minutia but that's just I've seen so much comedy since I was a little kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's really weird that I'm not somebody who's inclined to be a comedian just because I've done so much studying of comedy since I was, I was little. But there's a lot of people out there that are like you, though, that don't do it but are really deep into it. But I have done it. I just don't... It's just not me. Yeah. I you mean, everybody... There's a lot of people just... out there that, that haven't ever done it, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's fucking like I see. It's funny because <coughs> by that person, I was told that oh, when you come do my show, don't be doing anything new or trying any new bits. I was like, but it still got a little chuckles, you know. But there's like, nah, you do your you do your set as recommended. But I was like, it normally doesn't happen like that here. Like me being me, me being you, the first. You can't you can't do that to a comedian though. You can't tell them. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I almost didn't get paid because uh, I did that. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I've done this before to where, like, 
everything was new, you didn't know. You ain't gonna know what it is not just because mm-hmm. it didn't land like it should have. Right. Doesn't mean that it's. Uh, that. It's not necessarily whether or not it's new. It's right. Just sometimes, sometimes you can do the same joke the exact same way, and the crowd's different. Right. There, there is no math to comedy. I, like, look, I'm a big fan of a dude named Ben Shapiro. And when it mm-hmm. comes to politics, like I'll listen to anything he has to say, whether I agree with it or not. When it comes to anything cultural, like taste in movies, music, whatever, he's trash. Like it's like he said so many things. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And mm. I've heard him like do a thing where pundits do, where it's sort of like an open letter, where they're speaking to a, a celebrity that said something stupid. And he was talking about Amy Schumer, and he was just like, you know, like, that's not how comedy works. This is how comedy works. And I was sitting there, I was like, I I don't find Amy Schumer funny, but the fact that you, a political pundit who has never done comedy a day in his life, are lecturing a top-level comedian, whatever you think about her, mm. is moronic. Mm. You know? <laughs> like, it's, it's just as moronic... As if she was lecturing him about politics. Like, like that's not your field. Yeah. And also, there is no math to comedy. Stay in your lane. There mm-hmm. is no math to comedy. There is, no. there is, it's such, it is an, you know, it is an art. It is not a science. And some people are artists and remain great artists. And some people are artists for a period and then become shitty artists. Mm-hmm. But there's no math to it. Because if there was a math to it... Anybody I'm trying to think of somebody who's not funny how, how anymore. To do it. Uh, who's not funny anymore? Yeah. Seinfeld. Uh, I, I never found Seinfeld. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, you don't get much bigger in comedy than Eddie Murphy. Like, Kevin Hart's done bigger stuff, but Kevin Hart's not to the legendary level that Eddie Murphy is. Mm-hmm. You know? But if Eddie Murphy went on stage right now, he'd bomb. There's, there's very little chance he would do a successful show because he's been out of it so long. But if there was a science to it, then mm. he would just be able to, like, uh, 2 plus 2 equals 4, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If it's it's an art. It's not a science. Yeah, because you haven't been in that art for so long. Like, you've, mm-hmm. you've, you've really fucking gotten rusty. Mm-hmm. And it's, but you see with, like, Chris Tucker... Uh, Chris Rock came back to his thing, but you know, um, I think Dave Chris Chow. Rock still does clubs. Chris, and stuff like Chris that. Rock does does Martin. Martin's trying to come back. I, I yeah, his shit was. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think in that Def Jam era, that shit that shit's done now. Like you can't, like you can you cannot come back. You can't be out here as a comedian trying to go to the masses with this Def Jam comedy. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, you know how it was back then, just real black and, and you know, didn't give a fuck about who you insulting or whatever, mm-hmm. just saying random shit. But like, why I not? I, I don't think it's only going to work for a certain a certain genre I think it's only gonna work for just black audiences I mean it'll work real well real well but you won't get the the multitude of people well I guess it depends like are you insulting a specific person the whole time or a specific group of people or are you just like everybody's free free everybody's uh, fodder for my cannon yeah well if you ever watched the old Def Jams and shit like I haven't since it came out. I mean, I used to watch it when I was a kid, but yeah, the old Def Jams wouldn't hold up to the day. Like that, like certain certain people that went on there, they could still hold up to the day. Like, mm-hmm. but back then, you can see why they they fell off. It was like, oh, this ain't gonna work. I'm surprised that Tracy Morgan, you know, because when I seen his little, uh, his little set that he had on there, it was like this. Martin said he only did it for six months. He's only been doing it for six months. He came out there and he did some wacky shit. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Ugh. And then, but it it just progressed from him continuing doing wacky shit to to now. Well, that was on. a different era. People were looking for comedians back then. And yeah, I, now apparently, I think, I think now they're everywhere. Yeah, and everybody's trying to do some type of comedy, and I think people aren't looking for it anymore, so they it can be pickier. Now, granted. Like we were saying earlier, it still leads to like some terrible. Have you seen Tracy's last stand up? No. Man. No, I watched the last OG. 
for yeah. a couple episodes. I enjoyed that, but I yeah, haven't seen I, it I do so enjoy it. I, I haven't seen it, but I've been hearing good raves about it. But his stand-up is just like, ah, you just a you just a nigga being extra niggerish on stage right now, basically. Yeah, maybe, but he's also got a little bit of Gary Busey in him. Ah, like he's he, a little, um, he's a little bit fucked up in the head, like where it's it's kind of no, it's kind of silly too. It's not little. It is. He's no, really I'm, fucked up in the head. I'm being polite. I'm saying, oh. but he's he, it's also silly. It's not. Yeah, it's very silly. You know, the shit that he says is very very silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Well, yeah, I guess that's why it works. But I mean, anybody can really do that. Just be extra silly and extra. Vulgar. But if anybody could, everybody would. Hmm. You got a lot of people trying, but it, that's what I'm saying. Not everybody can. Like, nah, you, you can try. But. Shit, but certain areas like comedy is a big thing now, man. That shit gets shitted on, especially coming up. Like, there's there's a lot of rooms, like alt rooms, motherfucking them PC rooms, feminist rooms. It is so but weird. That, and again, that's not comedy. Once as soon as it is as not, as you, and it's like why as soon y'all as you putting introduce a, an element of you can't say this. You've you've broken the joke. You've broken the illusion. You know, I got friends that have been kicked out of so many places because of the things they said on Twitter, and it looks like you can, mm-hmm. this person can't do comedy here because he said this. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Just because you run this room, like he come here on any other day, but besides this day, besides this Monday or this Tuesday when you run in this room, you he come to this bar any other day besides this day. That's it's kind of fucked up. You know? It is fucked up, but I also understand that you, when you're in certain rooms, you know what the crowd is. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a feminist oh, yeah, room, if you're, gonna, if you're going to make any joke that involves a woman, they're going to get mad because that's what they do. Because mm-hmm. they are, as we started off talking, this, they are triggered, you know. And you know, and what we, you know, we obviously you do a show in a room regularly. That like I would say maybe don't do a lot of Trump jokes. It it changes the <laughs> dynamics of how it things could up. go. We had a game show last night and it was it was kind of feminist heavy and like certain shit would go by and you we'd be like what the fuck <laughs> you know you, any other time it would be like guy ah, you know if it was mixed or generally like a, a good mixture people would be like yeah but nah it it didn't happen that way it was like the problem is when you have like and just to use because you brought it up a feminist room is people aren't coming there to see comedy. They're coming there to have their beliefs reaffirmed. Like, mm. like they they're coming there to see a certain thing, and that thing isn't it's a specifically comedy. And, and it, but and people don't get like there's different types of humor. And the easiest example that that it's it's so cliche. It's corny. It's corny. It's corny. As <laughs> uh, I always say, like, look, if I went into a room full of like they almost did, but KKK, <laughs> they almost did. All I gotta do is is like I don't have to make a joke. I just have to say like niggers, right? There's, mm-hmm. It's gonna get laughs because the laugh isn't like that's funny because it's not. There's there was no joke there. It just the everybody is, has that oh, mutual saying, hatred. Yeah, people so do they that agree. in every group of people. If yeah. you if you're if you're in a feminist yeah. crowd, all you have to do is make a joke that involves like you know except break. Oh, a perfect one for the last couple of years. You know, like women can do everything except apparently be president, right? Uh, you corny. You corny. Yeah. I might start doing it. I might steal every microphone. All men are trash. Yeah. yeah, like and that crowd of laugh, that's not funny. Like Mm-mm. it's 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 a lame, very hacky it's, joke. I hate seeing shit like that. It's weird to see. And it's mm. like, whoa, are you serious? Like, uh oh, uh, you 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 you're appeasing to your masses in here and I don't like it. It's, it's just like but a it's gimme. not just that they, they genuinely believe it but here's the thing like it doesn't matter if you believe it or not it's either comedy or it's not it's either funny or it's not and, and if the crowd's only laughing because you said a certain word against a certain group of people that they hate you know um, then it's not comedy you just you're just an asshole who's just <laughs> on stage you know mm-hmm. an asshole with a microphone is not a comedian you know Mm-mm. so Speak. Let's let's move off the subject because I did want to bring up speaking <laughs> assholes, of assholes with microphones. microphones. <laughs> uh, so I was reminded today of an incident from a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, probably about three years ago, uh, when we were really trying to make this show something different. 
uh, at the time I was a heavy listener to the Adam Carolla podcast or Adam Carolla show, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, he and Joe Rogan were kind of neck and neck for number one. Mm-hmm. And he had this, I don't know who gave it to, I guess it was Guinness World Records. He had like a an award for like most downloaded podcast of all time. I don't know if it was from a certain episode or if it's like some total, but at some point he got this award. So my thought was, look, I can't afford to pay Adam Kroll to come here and do a show in New Orleans, but we put on shows. Maybe we can help him facilitate doing a show here in New Orleans, which I think there'd be a lot, there's a big enough audience for. Mm-hmm. And like he, you know, like in return, like I'll do the work I'll put in, you know, for the advertisements, I'll do whatever. And in return, I would just, just come on our show for half an hour or whatever. That was my thought. And I figured, like, odds are they're going to say no, but does it hurt to, like, put it out there? So I contacted the business manager, whose name I forget, and uh, I proposed this to him. And the dude sent back, like, like a little screen cap of the thing that says, like, most downloaded podcasts, whatever. Basically, like, showing me his dick, like, you know, like, like, all right, little guy, like, we're, we're a little bigger than that, you know? And I was just like, all right, man, fuck you. Like, mm. if you didn't, you didn't even have to respond. If you didn't like what I had to say, like, you could have just said no. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was really important to him to, you know, like, just show me, like, what a big man he was, you know? Mm. And uh, what's funny is, like, you go, look, man. you go look at those uh, iTunes charts right now, Adam Carolla isn't even in the top 40. Yeah, I stopped listening to him. A lot of people did. For a lot of reasons. Part, mostly because of him. Because it's, his shit just kind of got, like, all right, dude, we get it. You don't like your parents. Like, I've heard enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't I, need to hear that just, all the time. That was, it didn't you know? entertain me anymore. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm out. Um... Yeah, that, and that's what it came down to. It was like I just kind of stopped, like just it just wasn't funny anymore. And um, and also he does the same bits like constantly. Like his if you ever watch one of his movies, like it's bits that he does. Uh. And uh, but anyway, uh, but I just like I saw that this morning, like the Facebook memory, like like me talking about it on Facebook, and I was like, you know, the wheel never stops turning. And look, and I'm not pretending Adam Kroll is not still successful. He obviously uh. is. He still makes money, but. Like yeah, dude. Like you ain't the number one downloader, and it, he wasn't even him. It was his. It was his partner. Uh, yeah, like, that, you know. which is a dick move on his partner's part because dude, don't do shit like that. I mean, did did Adam tell you to do that? I'm pretty sure he probably didn't. Or, no, but but they're partners, so it's like you know, like I would trust you to represent us, you know, in whatever way you saw fit. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to like check in with you. Know? <laughs> I understand because that's a fucking that's a dick move, man. Like, man, you don't know us, man. Fuck you, son. Look at these balls here. Yeah. Uh, don't don't what? Damn, like, the odds are they'll never need me. But like, if there was some sort of like turnaround at some point, like you you might want like, oh, you want me to go on your show? Like, mm, go fuck yourself, you know? Right. Uh, well, remember that'll when never you sent this? Like, <laughs> then you sent him a picture of a dick bag. I'm like, nah, man, here you can have this though. Oh, I I I actually legitimately joked about asking a friend of mine who who has a notoriously large penis to to like. Huh. Send me one of his dick pics, and I would just post him the email. <laughs> ah, that's a good friend. But uh, he would have done it. He would have done it, which is why I didn't ask, because I was like, mm, don't need to see it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. Let's see. We're, we're about, uh, about an hour in. Uh, you were talking about old, old people slang? Old people slang. I can't stand old people that, <laughs> that try to do slang still. Yeah, I, I don't know what I said earlier, but I said something, and you were like, "Oh, people, don't, oh, it was hot mess." I was uh, like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the hot, hot mess thing." And you were telling me, "Yeah, no, people don't use." I it. don't like old people that just try to t- they, that that still try to stay hip. Like that's what turned me on Steve Harvey, because when Steve Harvey had his first show, I was a big fan. I saw a bunch of his comedy specials. He had like a HBO special at the time. And I was like, "Man, Steve Harvey's really funny." And then he did the Steve Harvey show, and it was him and Cedric the Entertainer, and they were like. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. And I was like, dude, you're like 50. Oh, That's we, something that teenagers say. This is not... It, this is uncomfortable. Kind of, but not really anymore. 
uh, and not that's anymore, it. but at the time. Oh, at the time, yeah, they're gonna be stuck in that era forever. That's just that's just gonna be them. And you can see that. You can see that in certain people. It's like, oh, you're never gonna change out of that era. You're just always gonna be this. You're never gonna morph into being an older person. You're mm. just gonna be, oh, I was hip and cool at this time, so I'm gonna stay. But it's worse than that because that was not like I understand the person like I said like Michael Rappaport that like oh people used to like that used to say oh you corny as a, as like a insult when mm-hmm. he was younger and he just never grew out of that never did yeah there was never a point when Steve Harvey was young where people called other people my dog he adopted that because yeah. he heard young people saying it and it's fucking weird well at that time when it was cool that's what he used but that was in that area where motherfuckers was growing up and oh to go ahead and reach out to you when he was big he, mm-hmm. he would he would say that just like fucking Randy from goddamn uh, uh, America's Got Talent or whatever oh Randy Jackson yeah, yeah that yeah. motherfucker it's <laughs> like, fucking he's Randy. a prime motherfucking when, example when you say fucking I'm Randy sorry, it makes me Randy, think that Randy. there's some dude that you know like you know fucking Randy yeah but Randy, Randy Jackson from fucking gotcha gotcha no, no, yeah. no, is, it, is, it, is it the singing show or the America's Got talent. Which no, no, he was on American Idol. American Idol. This, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He used to call people dog. And it's like, yo, what are you doing? You're not cool anymore just because you lost the weight. Get the fuck out of your head. Was he like, ever cool? I don't know. I didn't know who he was before American Idol. I guess he was a choreographer or some shit. I'm, I'm not really sure. Mm. It, it, it didn't care for him. I was like, I don't like what you're trying to do to your persona right mm. now. Like with the, I don't know if he was the guy, but he reminds me of somebody's grandpa that wears the backwards hat with the jersey tucked in to their jeans and the jeans all tight and shit. But it's, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, a fresh jersey and it's like, like some like you know jeans that the kids are wearing nowadays uh-huh. and it's like what are you doing you know like you, ew you look gross with this jersey tucked all the way in you even blouse the jersey you got the jersey tucked all the way in your pants and your belt pulled tight real tight like be old man be old stop trying to be hip that Take is, that is an American thing that I don't get like um, I'm not gonna name no names but I know I know people that are older that dye their hair I'm like Dude, just accept that, you know, you look, because you look like an alien when it, like, you know what it looks like when, when, uh, like, this is more of a white thing, but when you, when you see, like, an old white person that's got their ha- hair dyed, like, whatever it is, jet black, it looks like, um, the aliens in Galaxy Quest, like, wearing, like, weird wigs and shit like yeah. that, like, it's like, oh, no, like, you look almost human, but just slightly adjusted, like not quite, like it's got that uncanny valley feel. It's just like, mm. yeah, you're getting older. Just accept, like we all do. Yeah. And I, like you, dude, I, I'm I'm almost forty, and you you've known me for a while. I've always had that salt and pepper mm-hmm. facial hair. Yeah. I don't. I I guess I could try and dye it or whatever. It's not really that thick, you know. But mm. but why? 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 Yeah. Why not just accept? Like, like, look, this is this is what's happening. Like, cause you're not turning back time. Nope. And it doesn't make you look better looking to, you know, to, to you just prolong the inevitable. It's going to be there anyway. Yeah. You're just going to get more. Just calm it down. God damn it. Just let it happen. I can't wait till I get grazed. Motherfuckers going to be like, damn, how old are you? And I'll be like, ah, don't worry about it. Guess. Guess. I got grazed coming in now. Shit. I'm closer to 40 than I am 25. So, you know. I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's relevant to anything, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, yeah, I'm 33 years old, so. Yeah, eight years. Uh, now you're about even, eight years on either side. Almost? Okay, good. I never did the math on it. I just threw it but out 25 there. to 30, wait, no, 32. <coughs> 33. 33, yeah. So, now, oh. Uh, yeah, you are close. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you are closer to 40. Okay, yeah. good. I, you did the math. I didn't have to do it. Eight on one side, seven on the other. Nice. Oh, I just passed it. <laughs> I just passed it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, on on other on other news, besides that, real quick, um, I've been watching this show. It is it is a very interesting show. It's called uh, Cooking on High, and it's on Netflix. And mm-hmm. basically, they bring like chefs and stuff, like um, chefs that actually are professional chefs mm-hmm. and they bring stoners out and musicians mm-hmm. and basically anything that they cook they cook it with weed and mm-hmm. they get judged on how to how good the dish is and also how high they get 
So it is a very interesting show. Most of the time, they just judging on how delicious the dish is, but they be, be making dishes though. That must be filmed in in California. Possibly, yeah. Probably. I mean, people in California are just making so much money doing dumb shit. And they had a rapper that was on. I was like, I don't. I've never heard of this guy. He did some type of freestyle. I was like, you're a terrible. But apparently, you did enough to get on the show. A lot of comedians on the show. A lot of comedians on the. On cooking that, on high cooking on high show sounds interesting I'd be yeah. curious to try some of that food like I've, I've always been curious about edibles yeah. yeah they 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 have been to the point to where they got like blasted but the food was just it did just shit that they cook it was like wow this looks delicious if you ever want to see me high uh, definitely help push this show because if we ever were successful I, and I could quit my job like I, that'd be the first that will film it well, you know Ooh. Yeah. I just need like 50,000 people to start listening suddenly. Oh, heavy breathing will start. And this is like, yes, things will be seen that day. Um, well, we're probably going to close up. But uh, so uh, this is going to come out on Monday. Uh, you're doing some shows out in Texas. Why don't you? I'm going to be going out to Texas. Um Ooh, I know there's a secret show that's happening in the day today, Sundays. On Sundays, there's a secret show that happens out in Houston. I'm gonna be going to Houston. But she ain't gonna be here, so uh, yeah, I know. I just, I, I might go. <laughs> I just play. break it up. I just break it up. But yeah, there's a, uh, there's. I'm gonna be going doing a little circuit out in in, in Texas. Uh, at, uh, between like Houston, San Marcos, Austin, Dallas, maybe. Something like that. I'm trying to hit a few places out there. If you go to Dallas, eat at the Fat Chicken. The Fat Chicken. Okay. I told you about this. Is the place you, you with have the donuts and the and the the pie, butterscotch pie, and all yeah. that, the homemade pies. Uh Go. Ooh. Go to the Fat Chicken. That butterscotch pie. Yeah. You. you yes. Well. Uh, Texas. Um, keep on lookout for your boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be. Doing coming around the mountain. Do you have a, the listings on your website or anything? No, 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 no. Me and my website need to have a talk. Right, me uh, and we can talk about that one. Now. Okay, That's good nice. because uh, it's ugh, just keeping up with that shit and then trying to keep up with like a you. <sighs> we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Mm. Uh, don't forget, like if anybody's anywhere on the Gulf Coast, we're doing a show July fourteenth at Crooked Letter Brewery out in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Um, it's going to be a good show. Kyle's headlining. We got Geneva Joy, who's done one show that I wasn't there for. Uh, I think, was it one of the open mic shows? Yeah. Okay. So she's never done an official, like, it was, that was just like a show. Yeah, she mic. showed up and she's like, what the fuck is going on? So Geneva's very funny. Like, I, I, I saw, actually, funny, the first time I saw it was in Mississippi at a gay club called Sips. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that was the one that Corey... Yeah, it was yeah. Corey. Uh, actually, I think it was a Jeff D show. I don't know if Corey put oh. it together. He was there, though. Corey uh-huh. was there. Corey and Nina were there. But um, <clears throat> Geneva's going to be there, Matt Robin. And then uh, I always tell people, like, look, there's a lot of musicians in New Orleans. Jack Locke, to me, is one of the most talented musicians anywhere near here. Uh, and he's going to be there. It's going to be solo acoustic. But he's going to be, you know, doing some good stuff. And if you listen to this and you're going to be there... Ask him to do Sleazy Sexy. That's my favorite song that he does. Sleazy Sexy. Oh. Sleazy Sexy. We mm-hmm. want. We. He never does it. He never does it. And I don't even know if you can do it acoustically. I don't. But uh, definitely. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited. Oh, and it's one of the rare, rare instances where you'll see me on stage because I will be hosting. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna get weird. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. It is gonna get weird. I promise not to do any jokes that that end in people like want me to get off the stage uh, it might slip though no, no. <laughs> I kind of have like written down what I'm going to go oh through. you got a little set list uh-oh. uh oh I figured I should um, but, <laughs> but you don't get to see me on stage that often so um, I think that's about it for right now like yeah. we, we have some stuff that we're working on that hopefully we can get going uh, we're trying I mean I always feel like I'm always announcing things that'll never happen but like there's so many things that we we want to get on the books but it's just hard like because we don't have money like we don't have the money no. to really make a lot of things that we want to make happen we're just out here getting it 
So, but if you push the show and we get fifty thousand listeners, we'll, we'll we'll put it out there. So. Fifty thousand, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just making up that number arbitrarily, but I feel like I could get some advertising for fifty thousand listeners. So yeah. Uh, but in the listenership's been growing. Thank y'all, anybody who's who just started listening. Um, we appreciate it. So wherever y'all coming from, appreciate it. Uh, Love y'all. So I guess that's about it. Yeah, check out fucking maniacalminutes.com and maniacalminutes on Instagram and Kyle Smith on Facebook. Yes, sir. Plugs. I've been Adam. I've been Kyle. And, you know, keep it Tyra Banks' forehead. I don't know. Keep it it long and and, and, and dinosaur-like. Two. All right.